of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio at 636 and this is June the 30th, 2022 and this is our getaway edition for two weeks so we'll be off for two weeks. Jeff and I are going to put the microphones down, not look up radio news for a week. <laughs> Can you believe that? I don't. Well, no, I don't, I'm sure. not sure that we're going to no. be that bad. No. But, 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 but like Walt used to say that me, when he was doing uh, retro radio, I have to, I take a, a break from the computer for two weeks. I don't I don't do the computer. I don't do email. I don't do any of that stuff for two weeks. I'm not that. I'm not that no, way. I'll be, in two minutes, maybe. you come back and it takes you two weeks to catch up. That's why right. I'm going to keep uh, saving stuff and getting stuff <laughs> ready for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, two minutes. Take the, ra- away, the radio news in two weeks, Jeff, ought to be really long. It yeah. should be, yes. It, you know, you've heard of all news WINS. It'll be all radio news W. Uh, yeah. I mean, legend. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, well, Bill. And we're also to... starting the new time in uh, three weeks, are we not? That's right. At 6 o'clock. Um, that's 6 o'clock Eastern, which the, the part of the reasoning for that is that we can start at the top of the hour and also give Tim plenty of time to make sure that his show's on time and give yep. us a little bit of time in case we have some material that runs over. Uh, Tim doesn't like it when we let him get on at 8.30 or so. So And you've all heard him yell. You know how excitable he is. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. so, but now Jeff is excitable, but he's not so excitable tonight. No, so not really. <laughs> he's, he, he's good tonight. He's only had eight cups of coffee today, so he's ready to go. Jeff, take it away. Thank you very much, Bill. First of all, I want to say hello to everybody listening and also those who listen later on after they've downloaded the podcast. Well, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow up with Jennifer's calls on her format changes. Then our featured segment this week takes a look at something that was really revolutionary, and we'll talk about this before we get to that segment. But we're going to hear a little bit of the very first NBC monitor from June 12th, 1955, and we'll follow it up with a bit of the closed-circuit feed that's the behind-the-scenes feed that they fed to the radio stations trying to sell them on the idea of NBC Monitor. We'll talk more about that before we start the feature because there's a real reasoning as to why NBC did Monitor. Then we'll have an air check of WJMK FM in Chicago, Illinois. When they were oldies, they still are, actually. 104.3 WJMK. And the radio announcer is John Charleston from 1988. Then we'll follow it up, and we're taking a look at radio stations and that have made the or been nominated for the National Radio Hall of Fame. This week we're traveling to Denver, Colorado, and we're going to listen to radio station KALC-FM, which is a variety hits formatted radio station, I guess it is. I didn't think it was that great, but then again, 
you know, I don't, it's not my job to critique the radio stations. It's more my job just to pre- present the radio stations as to what they sound like today. We do have some radio news that we're going to talk about. I want to thank you, Tim, because you told me about it uh, in an email before I got into the All Things Radio. Uh, a very ra- well-known radio announcer worked in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota on KQRS FM. His name is Tom Barnard. Worked with Bob Cavoya. Tom and Bob, everyone's heard of their syndicated show. He's going to be retiring on December 23rd, 2022. He's 71 years old, and he's been in the world of radio for many, many years, and he's retiring. And so I thought that people would like to know about that. And Bill, did you want to talk about the Comcast, your, your cable company, and XM Satellite Radio, or Sirius Satellite Radio a little bit? They're going to be doing... Um, putting their music channels on the cable so i'm not sure how that's going to work but bill you'll find out because you have it you have it we have time order or spectrum here so that's yeah, all i've I got comcast say. here so yeah that'll be interesting what uh, yeah. jeff one other real quick piece of serious xm news for those who want to know what the channels are at least for now now until a promo channel comes up to go on that spot channel 105 is going through their categories and telling you what channels are where. So if somebody really needs to know what channel is where on your Sirius XM dial, go to channel 105, at least for now, and yeah. you'll be able to hear where the channels are. Now, that's the stuff they used to have on channel 1. And remember yes. when you used to get on, you activate your new radio, and you'd have to sit and listen. You, know, you couldn't <sighs> change it, and you kept put it on channel 1 and listen to about 15 minutes worth of channels, and then they'd give you a signal or whatever that you could then you know you're free to move around the building as they say well great stuff and you remember when the, oh well activating those radios but it's <laughs> a lot of fun but now oh. they don't sell the radio so much it's um maybe for your car of course but most yeah. of it is the apps the apps the apps the apps and right I believe right. they have one table radio that you could buy that I saw on their website, but I'm not even sure if that's even available anymore, Bill. But that's about it. They I don't think ha- they, I think they do, Jeff, and they also have, as I understand it, one uh, internet radio that you can also buy. And of course, zero that these are accessible. Right. So that that's another issue, but. Oh, our friend John used to go crazy. He had his internet radio, and he couldn't access some of it. And oh man, it drove him crazy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, when you think about it, Amazon really stepped forward when they came out with their voice assistants. Uh, they made oh, it yeah. very usable for all of us. <laughs> and uh, you, you know, you've got Sirius satellite radio there. You've got all kinds of stuff there, and it's just it's just, just yeah. say what you want. Well, to I get. remember hearing a news story about three years before Miss A came. You know, maybe twelve, thirteen, something like that, and they were saying. You know, there's a move afoot to maybe get it so that you can just, not just the thing about speaking to your computer to, to do an email, which people were starting to do, but something where you could start to talk to devices and activate things. I said, boy, wouldn't that be great? And then about three years later, there it was. Well, I, I asked by Amazon how old its, its voice assistant is, and it said it's seven years old, and I got it when it first came out. I, I, was, I got a letter from them to get in the, on the premier sale, sale of the original Amazon yeah, you were on the beta list, weren't you? I was. So, I, I, so what is Miss A's birth? If you ask her her birthday, she'll she'll tell you, right? She will tell me, but I'm not going to say it right now because the I'm iPhone, here. the iPhone, uh, just had its uh, anniversary yesterday. It was fifteen uh, years. Uh, yeah, fifteen years yesterday, June 29, two thousand seven. Well, it's changed. 
excuse me, it's changed radio and sports. We better get to the news because <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> you would have to talk again if yeah. we don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. We, well, now we're going to be back to it. Uh, let's do the award-winning <laughs> news before it's too late. And buy for news. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. An alliance between the MGM Sportsbook and Odyssey's BetQL Network has begun. There's a new sports radio station coming to Providence, Rhode Island. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting and sports makes news. In the case of Odyssey's BetQL Network, the network has entered into an alliance with MGM Sportsbook. Expect to hear a lot of commercials for MGM and Sportsbook on stations that run the Odyssey BetQL Network. Now let's move to Providence, Rhode Island, where a station is going back to what it had been doing back in 2007. The station is WPRV AM. They transmit on a frequency of 790 and they're owned and operated by Cumulus. The station will be dropping its talk programming in favor of an all-sports format at the beginning of August. The programming will consist of programming from CBS Sports Radio and Odyssey's BetQL Network. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. There's double duty for Stan Bell in Memphis, Tennessee. With the untimely death of Bobby O.J., who had been doing mornings at radio station WDIA, AM, a morning show replacement had to be found, and that replacement has been found. His name is Stan Bell, and he has been working in Memphis, Tennessee for iHeartMedia for a number of years. He currently does afternoons at radio station KJMS-FM, and he'll be doing mornings at radio station WDAI-AM in Memphis, Tennessee as well. In other news, we received lots of email concerning the purchase of radio station WHHH-FM from Urban One to Bible Broadcasting. The big question here was, what does it mean when a radio station buys the intellectual properties of another radio station? Well, it means just that. They only get the license for the radio station. All other parts of that radio station, such as the studios and transmitter facilities, do not belong to the radio station. That's it. They just get the license for the radio station, and they pay $3 million for the license for radio station WHHH-FM, which transmits on a frequency of 96.3, and I hope that clarifies the questions that I received in my email this past week. Congratulations go out to Alan Camp, who's retiring from the radio business after 47 years in the business. Alan Camp most recently worked at radio station WRCH-FM in Hartford, Connecticut, and since 1989, he was program director and morning personality for the radio station. He also spent much time at radio station WHHH-FM, WDRC AM and FM in Hartford, Connecticut as well. Let's slap a congratulations on Tom Kent, who this past week celebrated 20 years with his syndicated Tom Kent Radio Network. The network launched on June 29, 2002, with three markets, Memphis, Tennessee, Erie, Pennsylvania, and Wichita Falls, Texas. In Knoxville, Tennessee, Cubans is looking for a new morning team at radio station WIVK-FM. The station broadcasts the country format. Tony and Chris have left the radio station after working for the radio station since 2017. Now let's move our microphones to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania venue when 93.7 The Fan has made changes to its morning show. They've added Doran Dixon to the morning show. 93.7, of course, as you know, is radio station KDKA-FM with its all-sports format. Doran Dickinson played for the University of Pittsburgh, and he was also an NFL tight end. In Bakersfield, California, Forge 103.9 has added a new afternoon drive program to its lineup. KBDS-FM programs a hip-hop format, and they've added the syndicated Baca Boys to their schedule. Now let's conclude our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter Ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one-ranked radio station 
station is KLTH-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-rank radio station is KOPB-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Portland, Oregon is KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one-rank radio station is WKQC-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rank radio station is WKKT-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WLKO-FM with an adult its format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one-rank radio station is KONO-FM with a classic its format. The number two-rank radio station is KQXT-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three-rank radio station in San Antonio, Texas is KTKX-FM with a classic rock format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one-rank radio station is KNRS-FM with a news talk format. The number two-rank radio station is KSFI-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KODJ-FM with a classic its format. In Sacramento, California, the number one-rank radio station is KSEG-FM with a classic rock format. Format. The number two rank radio station is KFBK AM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Sacramento, California is KYMX FM with an adult contemporary format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rank radio station is KKLZ FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is KSNE FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KMXB FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one rank radio station is WWSWFM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WDVEFM with a rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRKFM with an adult its format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WMGFFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WMMOFM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Orlando, Florida is WXXLFM with a pop CHR format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one-rank radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two-rank radio station is WGRRFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WKRQFM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one-rank radio station is KCMOFM with a classic hits format. The number two-rank radio station is KCFXFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KMBZFM with a news talk format. Including Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WZAK-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WMJI-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WNCX-FM with a classic rock format. Finally, in Columbus, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WTVN-AM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is WNCI-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WOSU-FM with the news talk format. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Pfizer, followed by Progressive Insurance, Indeed, Upside, and Home Depot. Finally, let's congratulate Danny Bonaducci, who's back to work at radio station KZOK-FM in Seattle, Washington. He had been on medical leave since the beginning of May, with a mysterious illness that affected his speech and his ability to walk. In an interview on ABC's Good Morning America, Danny Bonaducci says he still doesn't know what caused his problem, but he's glad to be back to work, and he's telling all of his listeners to make sure to take care of their health. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595 That's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. 
Thank you very much, Jeff. That was no problem, Bill. I have one correction I'd like to make at the beginning of the show. I was talking about Tom. It's not. It's not the Tom and Bob from uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. It's Tom Bernard. I mean Barnard, who is from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Bernie, I know you're here, and I know Bill would like to have talked to you about what's going on in Indianapolis, Indiana. Doug, you never come into all things radio, so obviously I know you've got something to yeah, say. You must have a new radio. You've got your, you got your hand raised, so uh, can you unmute yourself, Doug? <laughs> I hope I am. You are there indeed. There you go. go. Go ahead. Okay. Radio news, folks. Uh, just breaking. I just found this out, so I thought I would check in and tell you all first. Eton Corporation, who used to sell and make Grundig radios, now they're all under their own brand, has two radios with HD in them. One is future, and the other is expected to be shipped starting late July. I'll talk about the first, the uh, more expensive one, because it now can be ordered at universal-radio.com. And yes, they still are open for business. They just uh, do it all by the web now. But the um, Eaton Elite Satellite, S-A-T-E-L-L-I-T, has AM, long wave, FM, FMHD, short wave, and aircraft band. Its list price is $699. Oh, ouch. <laughs> and... Universal Radio has it if you pre-order now for $5.99. The other radio they have, which still shows as a future release, is the Eaton Executive Satellite HD. Um, This is a smaller portable, a paperback-sized portable. They have an executive uh, satellite now, which covers AM, FM, aircraft and uh, shortwave bands and uh, it's it's pretty good it's a pretty good radio it's one of those paperback uh, sized radios um, the new one with HD cost around $209 I've heard although that price wasn't quoted on Universal Radio and I don't have a release date for that portable but I think it's coming soon I've seen some chatter about this on email lists why do you think the first one you mentioned is so expensive I mean um, that's a pretty hefty price for an HD radio with lo- with with sh- with lo- well with what it has but I mean it seems to be a little expensive but well uh, I, I know this much. Um, all AM, I mean, all radio costs, uh, especially new radios, are going up because some of the parts are in short supply. So look out. It's time to gouge. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing is this radio has, um, of course, sideband upper and lower for your uh, ham information and uh, listening. And it also has a synchronous detector in it for shortwave and AM signals. Now, to me, the drawback to the radio is that the medium wave or AM antenna is the telescopic whip and not an internal ferrite rod. Uh, I personally don't care for radios that do that, but this one does. Weaker than a kitten. Oh, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. It's probably weaker than a kitten, Doug. They claim it's highly sensitive and highly selective, but you're reading the company hype, so who knows? Have you played? Have you played with these Eaton radios? And for those who are totally blind or visually impaired, what kind of accessibility issues do you think that they might under have have to deal with when they buy these radios? 
I have an uh, Elite Executive, which is the small portable without HD, and its memories and its uh, functions are, for me, very uh, hard to figure out. I still don't know what some of the buttons on that radio do. Wow. Well, Well, that's something we can look forward to. Um, Who knows about, you know, the... I like them both because they're HD radios because I think AM radio is pretty much gone and yeah. and who really listens to shortwave anymore? Is shortwave still popular? Uh, you, you know, there are still SWL shortwave listener clubs out there. There's an S-W-L-I-N-G-D-O-T-C-O-M uh, thing and they do spell it out that way, the name of their club. And uh, they have memberships that you can pay to join, and they have all kinds of interesting stuff. Actually, to be fair, they're the ones who uh, did a tweet this afternoon that tipped me off that the uh, executive, I'm sorry, the satellite, uh, the new satellite, uh, the big one, uh, you can pre-order it from uh, Universal Radio. So thank them for that. The other thing I was going to say quickly is uh, Strawberry Radio isn't dead. There's that big... uh, festival that used to that's in March that used to be held in Culpsville, Pennsylvania. And I used to go to that a lot. So it's still out there. There's still a lot of people who love shortwave and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, so but there's less and less a list to listen to. Actually, um, it, you know, even the BBC and all the the major players, their presence is so much less now. That's true. Yeah. All right, Bill. I'm going to ask. I'm going to how about if we burn, turn it up? We always ask Bernie about things yeah, going on in Indiana. A, I figured we would want to get to well, talk to Bernie. You know, Bernie, you've really got to step up to the plate because with me being away for a while, um, you really have to you know, step the up. The pressure is on me. I now. know yeah. it's on. It's I'm on. Cracking, <laughs> cracking under the pressure. That's what I'm afraid of. Um, that better, that is why I was late tonight. I, I knew it. I just last knew minute it. news. Uh, yeah. You probably were having last minute so. dinner. <laughs> I was. <yeah. laughs> but, yeah. the, but by and, the way, and you guys I, were so you sorry. guys were so good because nobody nobody mentioned that I was late, and I thought that is so no, no, either, we, that, either that or they just didn't care. But just other? just remember, Bernie, it's always fashionable to be late. What I was I was talking about yeah. in my radio news segment, and I wanted to clarify this and see if I'm getting it right, Bernie. WHHH was sold uh, by Radio 1, uh, Urban 1, I should say, to Bible Broadcasting, but they only got the intellectual property, and that, and that only consisted of the license. They don't get the transmitter. They don't get the studios. They get nothing but a piece of paper and the documentation that says wow. that you own the license for the station for $3 million. They have to come up with a transmitter. They have to come up with studios. Now, m- maybe they're going to make a side deal with Urban 1 later on, but... That's what they paid. That's what they paid. Nothing but the license. And the same thing happened in New York when WQXR was sold to New York City City Public Radio, the people that own WNYC, AM, and FM. They actually, and I read an article about this, they actually got nothing but the license. They actually had to go to the Empire State Building, and they had to cut off one transmitter and put the other transmitter on because they had to buy a new transmitter. The New York Times gave them nothing but the license, and that's what happened here are you familiar with that bernie at all or did you well i mean i mean for for three million dollars um i mean i know it sounds like a lot of money but it's in terms of what what people are buying and selling stations for it it's a pretty good deal i mean they probably could then uh, use some extra money to 
to buy what they need to buy. And maybe they just won't sign it on at all. Well, who knows, man? Bernie, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you give me three million dollars and I don't sign the radio station, I'll, I'll take the three million dollars and I'll be out of I'll be out of the United States. Exactly. As as there you go. But uh, Doug called me today and goes, "Oh, I've got a new app for you, and it's a Bible. What is that app, Doug? The Bible? It's a BBN radio skill for your Echo device. So, Bernie, yeah. you can listen ahead. Oh. And, yeah, uh, we're right on it." Now, well, Doug, would you like me to put my hands on the radio and buy the prayer, prayer cloth and the healing and the healing uh, lotions and all that stuff that uh, that I can be healed? Do you think I should do that too? Well, they they actually don't do that, I don't think. But they, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's yeah, they're the one that doesn't. If, if you get it for Miss A, I don't know if she'd sue you for harassment if you put her hand your hands on her to get healed. I don't know what would happen. All, 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 all I keep like thinking of is memories of Catherine Coolman. Well, go ahead. Yes. Oh, uh, everything <laughs> is going to be all right. What's that? So show? Doug is giving me the inside track on this station, right? Is that the idea here? Exactly, yes. sir. You'll have a okay. sneak preview of it before it arrives. <laughs> Great! I cannot wait. This is this is that's Bernie. Your your enthusiasm is uh, infectious here. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. The, yeah. That's what you call it. The only comment <laughs> I would have to you, Bernie, that I observed over the last week, and this was from afar. And I know, I know you're not a devotee, uh, whatever, of sports talk. But W, the fan, really did not step up the draft night coverage and cover the Pacers when they got wow. the first round choice. Didn't do anything like that at all. Have none of the Pacers have come on and been guests on any of the shows? You know, this week, the new draft choices like they always used to be, you know. Oh, yeah, they used to be really good about that. But not so much now. I, I don't they know what ran the ESP, They ran the ESPN radio coverage is what they did. That's all they did. They uh, ran the national ESPN coverage. Yeah, but they've not carried any interviews. This is what JMV mentioned today. They've not had any interviews with the Pacers' new players. And... That's some of it have the players been in town or not available? I mean, because I know some of the stations. No, they've think, been in town. Some of the things maybe hey. they couldn't get them, or I don't know. No, they. I mean, they don't have that. They've got a phone. They've got all kinds of ways yeah, they can exactly. get hold of. Yeah. So well, with the stations being for sale, maybe things are are changing quicker than we thought. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to spread rumors here. I'm just saying that. You know, things, <laughs> you know what goes on when a station. Everyone knows oh about Bernie, and, and you know what goes on inside the radio station. And the, yeah, I think it's. I think the change is going to take longer than everybody thinks. And oh, I don't think it'll happen until sometime next year, early. I don't either. Uh, and one of the reasons for that is that uh, Ennis needs a lot more studio space than Urban One's building has. So that's going to take some time. I, this deal could fall apart. I doubt it, but it could fall. No, apart. it won't fall apart. I, I don't think so. But it's it's going to take a little longer than than people might expect. I mean, I, I don't think that Jeff Smolian is going to throw them out of the out of the studio space if they're in immediately until they have a place. I mean, you, this has all been inked up. I'm sure uh, in the fine print that you and I don't get to see. When cash gets in their hands, then things. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. that was just a little bit of. Bernie and I talking inside, right? Yeah, right. Like 
Well, my knowledge is almost zero, but no, you got, uh, you got a lot going on. So, so uh, I, you know, and you know, I'm going to keep you updated. Yeah, here. I mean, I can. I'll tell you guys all the stuff. It's I mean, on. it's just as soon as I know it. Right, as we know it, we know it, and yeah, you know what's going to happen is going to happen. Jeff asked right. me, "Is the eight million dollar sale going to affect the station here, where I live?" No, it's not because they're number one in the area. And so, you know, it's probably not. You're not going to mess with the number. Well, most people wouldn't. But, you know, you never know. But Bernie, how do you keep up? Yeah. I mean, how do, when I say this, it's, it's hard to say this, but how do you keep up morale? Not, you know, everyone knows the station's for sale. You know, it's all over the place. All, every staff member of the station is saying, we may, we're probably not going to have a job, but we don't know if we're going to have a job. And how do you stay positive under those conditions? Are you, you, this is the first time you... Uh, I mean, for me, it's it's relatively simple because I'm retired, and if they told me tomorrow I was done, uh, I wouldn't like it, but I, I wouldn't, you know, there's not a whole lot I'd be able to, to say or do. You know, if you're full-time, then this is, this is how you earn a living, and then it gets kind of kind of bad but they, I talked to somebody last week and I said how did you feel when you when you heard the, the news and he said it was like losing a family member wow so, well, because, yeah, because you're, I, your, I, your owner is not known for doing massive firings like that it's just not it doesn't I mean he's he's been very decent to all I mean your staff's been there for quite a number of years it's not as if they're there for a year or two and, and they go on am I, am I correct well, the thing is when, when when the sale's done, uh, Jeff will have pretty much nothing to say. You know, it's it's going to be up to Urban One at that point. Well, you know, when Urban One took over the Charlotte stations that they bought, one of them was the link at 107.9. And one of the first things they did was let Bob and Sherry's morning show go. And they went to a crosstown rival, of course. But uh, right. their ratings have dropped since the sale. So it'll be interesting and, to see what, what happens. Did, what did they put in place of Bob and Sherry in the morning? Uh, they have another morning team. I forgot the name. Ramo, Ramo, Ramona and someone. Or if I just don't remember. But Bob and so Sherry it's did. It's the, a similar show? Is that right. It's a similar kind of show. But what Bob and Sherry did long before Urban One bought the station is they self-syndicated the show. So they produce it on their own. And the other station that picks it up picks it up as an affiliate. They do it all on their own in-house. As a matter of fact, Bob does. Bob Lacey does a show from his home. Sherry does the work from her home. And they've been doing this show for years and years and years, uh, Bernie. And they self-syndicate it. They control it. They can do what they want on the show. The big thing that they said about Urban One was every time there was a decision that had to be made, it had to go through a committee. They couldn't say yes or no immediately. It took weeks and weeks and weeks to make a decision. And I, I, yeah. I, I used to work for a boss like that. I couldn't stand it. The other thing that we, yeah, probably, that we probably need to keep in mind is this is all going on now. And A, you've got two big clients in the Colts and the Pacers. You don't want to lose that as part of your portfolio. Another radio, somebody else can put together a sports station, get a good signal out. I mean, those things are very changeable. So, um, you know, things can change. Not that they will. I'm not saying they will. But um, 
I hope they stop at 93.1 and maybe take a couple people off that are doing multiple shows over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, take them off. Yep. And that take wouldn't them be off now. Now, yeah. Well, I will it. tell yeah. you that Albert, Alf, Alfred Liggins, who's the head of Urban One, he's no he's, he's no dummy when it comes to radio, and and he's he's figured it out. He says, look, we are an Afro-American company. Well, we're in the business to make money, and if, and if we buy stations, we're not going. We have to program to, to the to the markets we're we're working with, and it's not just the African American community. And uh, and in in Houston, they tried it all news format. Yeah, it didn't work because it cost them a lot of money, but they had a good sound when they were running it. They got some people, and they put some. You know, they they put effort into the all news format in Houston. It just couldn't you know make it financially. That'd be a whole lot better than what we're hearing on there right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me tell you. I can't yeah. disagree. I, yeah. I would love to because I work for the company, but I I cannot disagree. And yeah. my wife, my wife on the weekend coming up is going to write a letter to Irwin One letting them know of her uh, displeasure with WIBC. <laughs> she can't wait. Oh, I know. Oh, We'd wow. get along well. <laughs> Yeah, we would. Well, I suppose we better do, speaking of wives, and uh, yeah, she's, yeah, already she's already told me once today, I didn't know what I was talking about. We were having trouble with this app, and she was right, and I was rarely ever, but I was wrong. And so... Oh, my God, Bill. Oh. She's been gloating oh. over that. This hurts. Fact. But she's out here listening right now. But she was right. So I have to publicly admit it and say she was right at least three times. So now that we've said you don't that, have we could. Yeah, <laughs> I know, Jeff, but. <laughs> All right. Here Jenny is with. Does she have a short one this week? Yeah, it's a little bit shorter. Shorter than most. Well. Well, yeah, you can only get what you can get, and I th well, we'll just have to see how this continues to go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of June 30th. WVHT-FM 100.5, Norfolk, Virginia, changes format from hot AC to urban adult hits and changes slogan from hot 100 to 100.5 The Vibe. WYLJFM 107.5 Terre Haute, Indiana changes format from not available to religious teaching. KAFEFM 104.1 Bellingham, Washington changes slogan from Soft Rock Cafe to KAFE 104.1. KALEAM 960 Richland, Washington changes slogan from 106.1 More FM to 106.1 The Bridge KHTK AM 1140 Sacramento, California changes slogan from CBS Sports Radio 1140 to 
Sacktown Sports, 1140. KKSR FM 95.7, Walla Walla, Washington, changes slogan from 95.7, The Bridge, to Big 95.7. KRTY FM 95.3, Los Gatos, California, changes slogan from San Jose's Hot Country to K-Love, W-O-W-L, FM 91.9, Burnsville, Mississippi, changes slogan from Fun 91 to Listener Supported, W-O-W-L, K-C-A-Y, FM 107.7, Caliente, Nevada, changes frequency to 100.7, K-B-A-Y, FM 94.5, Gilroy, California changes format from classic hits to country and changes slogan from 94.5 KBAY to KBAY country. KCYE FM 102.7 Boulder City, Nevada changes format from country to hot AC and changes slogan from 102.7 The Coyote to 102.7 VGS. KVGS FM 107.9 Meadview, Arizona changes format from hot AC to country and changes slogan from star 107.9 to 107.9 The Coyote. WSGG FM 89.3 changes city of license from Canaan to Norfolk, Connecticut. KZMX FM 96.7 Hot Springs, South Dakota changes frequency to 96.3. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. Thank you wow. very much, Jennifer. Did a good job as usual, Jenny. Very good job. Yep. So, I'm not sure what we can Love say that. about the call letter and format changes. It, it, but KRTY is not gone. It is uh, in, the, in the one in San Jose. They're off the FM band because they've gone to uh, K-Love. However, they, the people that own KRTY are running as an internet-only radio station. and We don't know how successful it will be, but you got to no. give them credit for trying to do that. And they're keeping the staff, too, on the Internet station, apparently. So that's really good. Also. You know, that, that you know, wouldn't expect to happen, you know. So that's going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, I wanted to talk with Chris about this, because this is our next feature, and it's coming up. We Let's go back to, and, and, and Chris, you're familiar because uh, you know old-time radio. Let's go back to June 12th of 1955. And the NBC... All the radio networks, NBC and CBS and ABC, but I look at CBS and NBC since they were the big giants at that time, were losing money because everyone was gravitating away from radio and they were all going to television. And you got to thank a guy who was the president of the National Broadcasting Company. His name was Sylvester Weaver. He came up with a few ideas. But let's look at his TV ideas first because with, without those TV ideas, TV may not have been as successful for NBC. 
He came up with the idea of the Today Show, which was the morning show that you, that you see today. Of course, that's a lot different than it was back in 1955. Originally hosted by Dave Garraway, and he had the chimp named J. Fred Muggs. Remember that? Uh, yep. And the he hosted, yep. Mm-hmm. And he came to the, uh, NBC. He was originally from Schenectady, New York, and he worked at WGY. But that's not all that happened. Um, Pat, or Sylvester Weaver, I should say, came up with the idea of The Tonight Show, whose very first host was Steve Allen, later to be replaced by Jack Parr and, of course, Johnny Carson. Right. But he did a, a remarkable thing in 1955. On June 12, 1955, he came up with the idea of a radio magazine program, um, something that had never really been done. And you'll hear him talk about the concept that he came up with and how he put it all together and how they all put it all together at Radio Center Central in Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. And the the concept here was that it was NBC Monitor, and everyone knows those monitor tones and those monitor beacon, and they came up with a magazine-type format, originally with uh, two anchor hosts hosting every monitor shift, and it was really a, a, a show that was on all day on the weekends. I think it started at 8 o'clock in the morning on, on Saturday and ran through Sunday or Saturday, or Sunday morning or Monday morning up until midnight. But they had a lot of people on that monitor, a lot of staff, and they put a lot of money into it, and it was very, very creative at, at how they did things. Would it work today? Well, not necessarily today, but if you think of shows like All Things Considered and Morning Edition, they are magazine shows, without the music, of course, and, and they really took the same concept in some respects for what they did for monitor. So, and what it did was it was a forerunner to what later happened with satellite radio. You, now you turn your, you know, your local station on, you might have your three-hour morning uh, program, then off you go into the satellite and pick up your service, whether it be sports or whether it be whatever, and you've got your program for the day. This would get them, you know, you didn't have to have weekend uh, staffers. You had this monitor feed, and it came down reliably. You could, you know, if you need to duck out for a ball game or a, a local show that you wanted to do or sell local advertising, and they talk about that in the, in the thing when they're selling it to the affiliates. And it was really a forerunner to how to program a radio station from a, you know, it used to be that you had this show and then half an hour later that show and then 15 minutes later something else and you had to have a, board, a booth guy, a board op, who'd say WBZ, Boston. It was, you know, go from Fibber McGee and Molly to this, to that, the other. This was like you didn't have to have anybody there other than give IDs and maybe a little local news drop in. And you could, from Saturday and Sunday, when you didn't really want to hire people anyway, you could do this. And, you know, it, it was really automation of it today you know it was as automated as it could possibly be and what i didn't realize is, is that that it was it was so revolutionary the nbc really believed in it and they kept it going as long as they could until 1970 until the news and information service came on the air in 1967 just to show you how revolutionary it was steve labunsky was the head of of nbc of managing of nbc radio and he came up with the idea, not an idea, but he monetized, modernized Monitor by putting in jingles. And they even tried to modernize Monitor with their, to get their younger audience by putting in Don Imus, Robert W. Morgan. And yeah, Murray uh, the K. Murray, Murray the K. Was a host. Yeah. was a host on Monitor. I think we'll say Jack did uh, some shifts on Monitor too towards yeah, the end. Yeah, not very long. Not very, no, not very long. Right at the end because, yeah, he was working for WNBC in 73, yeah. so he would have got a chance to do that. Yeah. Right. And, of course, the last hosts I'm out of there were Big Wilson and John Bartholomew Tucker. So I think you're going to find this very interesting. So, Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you, sir. Hey, we're going to get it for you. Somebody was going to say something? Yeah, it's Doug. I just wanted to comment on one thing real quick. Um, 
talking about Jennifer's format change column. Is that okay? Yeah. Or? yeah. You go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, WVHT 100.5 in Norfolk, when they changed at 6 p.m. Friday night until Monday, they played one song, some song about vibe, continuously with after two plays, they would say the vibe Norfolk, and that's basically all they would play. It's one of the most boring market sweeps I think I've ever heard. Now, I need to, I kind of staged this a little bit, but I heard one station do a format change, and they had a synthesized voice that said something like this. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hold on a minute here. I got to push a button. Okay, hopefully this will work. A brand new format is coming to this radio frequency. And that's how it sounded, the whole announcement from the radio station. Wow. Oh, boy. Uh, they hired Mickey good. Mouse, it sounds like, basically, you know. <laughs> it was an eloquence. Well, he's got, you got the harmonizer as part of that board, but you can make your voice deeper as well. So Yeah, yeah, but whatever, yeah. Well, it was synthesized, and I, I put, like, uh, the speech rate way up to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's what so it was. Funny. But, no, we had a thing when Radio Oz was coming, which was the alternative to Radio Disney. It was coming on 1150 here whose call letters were whatever they were at the time and they had a countdown clock and then you'd hear the ticking and then ever you know you know 17 hours and four minutes and whatever the radio was but it went on for like a week or two doing that with a clock a countdown clock <sighs> and was it wwsw when they went oldies they played louis louis for how long doug that was a long oh my time, goodness right? that was before i got here but i even heard about that <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah all right, here we go. Let's go back in time. Monitor. 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 2000 hours Greenwich Mean Time. This is Monitor, reporting the nation and the world. The combined radio and television networks of the National Broadcasting Company bring you the premier broadcast of Monitor. The new NBC radio service originating from NBC's Electronic Communication Center, Radio Central New York. Now to introduce Monitor to America, here is the president of the National Broadcasting Company, Mr. Sylvester L. Weaver. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Monitor, our new NBC weekend radio service. This is a preview, which will be seen on television for the next hour, and it'll be heard on radio until midnight tonight, New York time. But beginning next week, Monitor will start each Saturday morning at 8 o'clock New York time and run until midnight on Sunday. It will bring you a continuous flow of items of high interest and information. Monitor is for all of you, wherever you are, in your cars, at home, at the beach with your portables, everywhere. And on Monitor, we are going to throw away the radio clock. We are going to bring you what we hope is the radio pattern of the future. News and information and entertainment in the vignette form, where the items are as long as they need to be, or as short. Well, over a weekend, there'll be a half a hundred people serving you from Radio Central. Here and among them and here today for you to meet are Dave Garraway and Bob and Ray, Morgan Beatty, Walter Kiernan, Clifton Fadiman, Ben Grauer, and many, many others. Now, including in this group, we have our executive producer of Monitor, a man who has been a part of a number of 
uh, great pioneering ventures in NBC, Jim Fleming. Jim, I've talked about something about the show that we're going to have today. Perhaps you'd better tell us about the people and the places that we're going to be hearing in the next hour. Well, thank you, Pat. In a moment, we're going to turn our live cameras and microphones to the West Coast, to Hermosa Beach, California, where a Sunday afternoon jazz concert's underway. Then up the coast we go, and uh, we're going to a place where there is no freedom. That would be San Quentin Prison. San Quentin? San Quentin. We going inside? Uh, inside, well, yes, monitor ghost places. So long as we don't have to stay. Well, now, what about sports today? Well, the most unusual sports commentator in the business is standing by at his favorite tavern. Uh, huh? And uh, news and opinion. Well, we'll have the late headlines, comments by columnist Roscoe Drummond from Washington. Istanbul's coming up on the circuit. Aha. And travel? A plane is standing by at this moment to go nonstop to London from Idlewild Airport. A monitor transport uh, transmitter is aboard. Good enough. What about entertainment? Well, uh, Art Van Dam Quintet live from Chicago. Uh, Jerry Lewis filmed in the Catskills. Uh, live summer theater pickup, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. What about philosopher and thinkers? Well, uh, we have yourself, sir. Well, now, let's uh, <laughs> steady. Let's talk about what we've really got. Well, not to mention uh, President Pusey of Harvard and uh, Bill Saltonstall of Phillips Exeter. Oh, yes. Well, I think you've already gotten into vignettes and what's ahead. Let's talk about what's first. Well, the top news headlines of this hour, and here is Dave Garraway. And here are those headlines. From Bonn, West German Chancellor Adenauer is flying to Washington for talks with President Eisenhower. He is due there tomorrow. From Detroit, midnight strike deadline approaching as GM and officials of the United Auto Workers Union seek to settle their dispute. From Sumter, South Carolina, the Ku Klux Klan is out of hiding, holds its first open meeting in three years. And from Le Mans in France, the greatest auto tragedy in history, 85 dead in the crash of the sports car race at Le Mans, about 100 miles southwest of Paris. And Dave, uh, headlines. when this uh, crash occurred, uh, Monitor was there with BBC's uh, reporter, uh, Mr. Baxter, Raymond Baxter, and this is his broadcast a moment after that crash happened that killed so many at Le Mans. Here it is. Uh, that was Raymond Baxter of the BBC at Le Mans, a moment after the tragedy occurred this weekend. That was almost, I suppose, 20 hours ago. Uh, it's now just past 4 o'clock in New York City. Hello, Paris. Hello, Frank. Bert Holzer. Hello, Jim Fleming. Uh, what's the latest toll in this tragedy at Le Mans? The latest toll, not completely accurate, but the best we can get from the reports gathered from various hospitals around Le Mans shows 84 persons dead, around 100 wounded, and of those 100, at least five so seriously wounded they may not survive. Well, thank you, Frank Bergholzer. We'll be checking in again on Monitor. And that's it, Pat. Wherever the story is, Monitor's going to try to go there. That's a somber one indeed, but the most important story this weekend. There are livelier stories ahead. Uh, Bonn, Germany, Buenos Aires, uh, West Coast. We're on at the scene in Detroit where the negotiations are going underway. Monitor microphones are outside the conference room. That's how it's going. Well, Monitor certainly seems to be moving. <laughs> you know, we call this area here the communication center. We built it especially for our new service. Radio Central is our, our name for it. And it's located on the fifth floor of the RCA building, 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York. And all the visitors who come to NBC can get a good look at Radio Central. Matter of fact, I'm... 
I think somebody might. All right, if you folks will just step this way, we have something we think you'll be very interested in seeing. It's called Radio Central. What is it? Radio Central, sir. What do you mean? Like New York Central? No, I think you're thinking of a radio. Oh, I see. This is the communications headquarters here. You say this is, uh, or these are all communicators in there now? Oh, that's right. A monitor is a communicator. I see. And this is a radio program? A radio program. That's right. All of this. Well, why are you, uh, televising a radio program? Well, nobody's ever asked me that question, sir. I'll try to find the answer for you right after but this. this is Radio Central. Radio Central, right. Would you like to catch you? I would. Oh, no, I, I'm not allowed to. Uh, we're on duty. Thanks just the same. Now, we're going places again. Now that you know what Bob and Ray do on their weekends, Monitor travels now across 3,000 miles of the continent for two contrasts in American life this Sunday afternoon. First to Hermosa Beach, California, and then to San Quentin. Life at Hermosa Beach at this hour is a pretty gay affair, I can tell you. And so for the first of many Monitor musical remotes, here is the Pacific Ocean with Howard Rumsey and his Lighthouse All-Stars. <laughs> Paintings in the Lighthouse by Rodney Evans Bacon. The Seal and the Pelican, courtesy of the Hermosa Beach Ocean Aquarium. Monitor moves on now from Hermosa Beach and the music of the Lighthouse All-Stars to a contrasting Sunday afternoon scene here on the coast. From the largest of California state prisons, here is the Monitor San Quentin Report. And here is Walter McGraw. I'm standing on a guard walk at San Quentin. Behind me is the gas chamber. To my right, the north block. We'll be going in there in a moment. Below me, in the big yard, are some 4,000 men. They represent around 13,000 years served and to be served. We'll talk to some of those men later. We'll also talk to the men who are responsible for handling these men. The first of these, Richard McGee. What exactly is your position, sir? I'm director of the State Department of Corrections. Which means? Which means that I'm uh, head of the State Department, which is responsible for the management of our eight state prisons. Isn't there quite a bit of difference in many ways between the California prison system and uh, those of other states? Yes, I think it would be fair to say that. How? Well, for one thing, we have an indeterminate sentence law in California. The courts send people to the jurisdiction of the director of corrections instead of to a particular institution. Well, that puts quite a bit more responsibility on the prison, doesn't it? Yes, it does, because uh, uh, we feel that we have a responsibility to rehabilitate these men while we have them uh, with us. I'll try to bring a picture of what's happened so far on this very exciting new assignment. Monitor. Monitor the new NBC radio service. Not a program, a continuous service running from 8 a.m. Saturday Eastern Time until midnight Sunday, perhaps beyond. And as you'll hear, it's an entirely new sound and concept. Variety, comedy, entertainment, news, sports, special events. Monitor sweeps the shortwave spectrum. Monitor brings the drama of Broadway and Hollywood. And it does these things with a format that's a complete departure, complete from programming of the past. A few moments ago, I walked by what used to be the NBC Master Control Room on the fifth floor of the RCA building, and believe me, some changes are being made. 
Workmen are beginning the construction of Monitor's home base, NBC Radio Central, a communication center that will really be in touch with the world. I have the sketches here before me. An immense communicator's desk in the center. At the broadcaster's command, a battery of switches placing him instantly in touch with all the domestic and overseas pickup points. Newsroom on one side, tape room on the other, auxiliary studios. It's going to be quite a place. Monitor is going to be a new sound, an important service for all who listen. And even now, as our preparations go forward, we can pause for a preview. The Naval Observatory signals the hour, and this is Monitor, the new NBC radio service. Dave Garraway here. Let's check off some seconds. Ten seconds past the hour. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Your time is right, friend. And Monitor is at your service with another hour of entertainment and vital information. Table of Contents, page one. Morgan Beatty checks the headlines. And Art Bookwall monitors the latest from Paris. Page two. Monitor checks the ball games, goes to the races. Page three. Music from four capitals. Page four. The Blackboard Jungle. Page five. Through the sound barrier over Boston. This is Monitor, listening and reporting for the nation and the world. I think now you, you get a feeling of what it is that we will start and run from 8 a.m. Saturday morning until midnight Sunday night. A flow of information and service that will be quite unusual. Wow, that was... Amazing. And as you might remember, I used to use that mod of the theme when I did my radio news years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. It gave a lot so, of stations yeah. a lot of... I used uh, to use it on our voicemail system uh, yeah, for a uh, tag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you did. That's right. That's yeah, right. That. 15 years. Well, the thing about yeah. it is, you know, that, that little sounder that they had was so cool because then, like, two years later, because I remember hearing that at, at that time, 55, 56, and then Sputnik came out and that was the big thing. I just heard a little uh, thing go by on, on another station I listened to, and they were playing the Sputnik, and, you know, you would hear the little sounds like that, and it was the modern, it was the most modern thing there was, was to hear something like that. So this was, you know, maybe it started to sound dated in 72, 73, but it was the modern thing, and, you know, you, it caught your attention. You knew that this was the show that did that, you know, and the, their analogous thing, of course, was the, their little thring thring NBC News on the hour that they did too, uh, so they they kind of dovetailed them together, and then you know of course they still had now during the week they still had their shows their soap operas and their nighttime programming, and as I've mentioned before they had a guy Walter O'Keefe the last couple of years they did that where they would go around and do sort of an evening monitor from maybe eight to ten Eastern or something like that, but then when they dropped uh, the soap operas and the regular shows. Then they started their emphasis, which was similar to what they were ahead of uh, CBS. CBS did Dimension, but they did emphasis, and they had their uh, five-minute little commentaries and stuff, and then they had their news at the top of the hour. And so they were trying to give, you know, what, what network affiliates wanted was some kind of programming. And, you know, they didn't really, they, they just wanted to fill the airwaves. And, and NBC, in their way, did almost a better job. CBS is had more interesting stuff and they kept the drama going longer and did a few other things. But NBC, that was rev revolutionary to put that out there for that many hours in a, in a weekend. 
And we've ABC done some monitoring. also had flare reports too back then. Yeah, that ABC was, had flare. That's right. We did some monitor stuff a while ago on All Things Radio. Many years ago, we did we did Monty Hall, and I I know we did uh, Gene Rayburn. And I'll try yep. to put in some some monitor segments periodically throughout the year, so you can get to hear the feel of what the show was like. So I, I think you guys will be will be interested in that. Uh, the only other the station that did that was uh, WRFM did a, a magazine type format during the week. Uh, and they had the shortwave station, which was WNYW. WNYW, great station. Uh, before it was WNYW, it was WRUL. Uh, and they did shortwave. I know the guy that I know, Les Marshak, worked there. And they had uh, the same kind of magazine format during the week all all day long. So so very interesting. Right. I just thought you guys would be interested in that. Um, and I, uh, and if anyone's interested, I do have the whole monitor thing. The, what I had was just a portion of what was there, the, the, the actual thing that I have lasts over an hour so there's a lot more material that that i couldn't put in here just because of of time constraints but i thought you guys might be interested in, in knowing about the history of nbc monitor because it was a show that my dad used to listen to on the weekends and oh mine too yeah sure you know driving down the road going this and stuff listening to 820 yeah well I, all i can yeah. think of is all those uh, all those all those programs like stuckies and all those commercials you used to hear all those things we used to hear, like Stucky's commercials and yeah. the commercials for Western Union and Candy Graham. And, mm-hmm. and I remember, what was the Miss Monitor to the weather? I remember her just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I forgot so her Only name. the first couple of years they had her around, yeah. I don't think so I remember that. And, and, of course, they had Nichols and May, and they had, uh, Fibber, they had Fibber McGee and Molly for a while doing yep. some stuff for there as well. Yep. So I think mm-hmm. it was an interesting interesting concept and I, it was well ahead of its time and uh, you have to thank Sylvester Weaver for coming up with those ideas. I think they called him Pat wasn't that his uh, nickname Pat, Pat his Weaver? His nickname was Pat yes but his real name was yeah. Sylvester Weaver and uh, right. as a matter of fact his daughter Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver. Yeah. is, uh, is, is right. a famous actress as well. So, yeah. Oh that's his daughter okay. That that's is. His, that's yeah. his daughter yes yeah. she was in the movie yeah. the original movie uh, Alien I think it was if I'm not Another Fly Weaver, but that didn't happen. Till no, 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 I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and later on, she later on she did Gorillas in the Mist, also. That's true. So, Bill, I'm going to turn it over yeah. to you, and we can get to our classic air check. Yeah, uh, we can get to our classic air check. And gosh, I lost my place there for a second, but because of the Braille display, I was able to read quietly and switch it over. Thank goodness for Braille. Right. Okay, Jeff, this one is WJMK? Right, it's WJMK-FM in Chicago, Illinois, 1988. And uh, you get to hear a radio announcer, John Charleston. Uh, I don't know what happened to him, but he he was very talented. Did the best he could under the constraints of, you know, radio formats. But uh, a little quick, a very quick story. I happened to be at WFBL applying for a job back in 1977. And the program director said, hey, before you go, why don't you listen to this audition tape? Tell me what you think. And he had a lot of cut-ins. He had a lot of creativity. And he said, I'd love to hire him, but you know what's going on with the economy here in Syracuse, New York, and our station isn't making any money, and we just couldn't afford to pay him what we know he's worth. So you get to hear John Charleston at WJMK-FM. 
This week, in my classic air check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to February 25th, 1988. And we're traveling to Chicago, Illinois, and we're going to listen to radio station WJMK-FM, Magic 104.3, with their oldies format. The radio announcer we're going to hear is John Charleston. And I think you'll like this radio station. The radio announcer puts a lot of personality into the oldies format and plays the oldies that are normally played on the legend. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WJMK-FM from Chicago, Illinois, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. All oldies, all the time. Magic 104. Infinity Broadcasting's WJMK, Chicago's oldies station. When you hear your favorite oldie, you're listening to Magic 104. Magic 104, Susan and the Buckinghams. I'm John Charleston, just opening my pack of uh, baseball cards from this morning. Every day I'm buying a couple more packs of Topps baseball cards. I figure by uh, opening day I'll have them all. Today I've got uh, Ron Hassey, Dave LaPointe, and Joel McKee, and it's a White Sox day. Share on exercise being a waste of time. I know that you can change your body. I know that it's possible. I've seen it. You can change your body through exercise. If it couldn't be done, I wouldn't waste my time doing it. But isn't it a pain? I honestly think that people should make a decision to make friends with exercise. It shouldn't be something you dread because once you really get into it, if you don't do it, you miss it. It should be something that you you have to give yourself over to it, you know? And once you're into it, it feels great. At Chicago Health Club, this is your final week to get an offer that makes exercise easier than ever to enjoy. Join any participating Chicago Health Club for just $24 down and 23 installments of $24 with an APR of 8% based on the EFT program. Some restrictions apply and other finance memberships are available. Offer ends February 29th. Hurry, offer ends Monday. Rosa that runs the cantina had an unusually good crowd at lunchtime today. It come up a big rain this morning, so everybody knocked off their outside work, and most of them wound up in here for a bite. Kept Rosa busy as a switch engine, waiting on all those folks and cooking their quesadillas and chalupas and, and whatnot. She'd have really been in a fix if she was still having to make her own tortilla chips, but a while back, Rosa switched over to Tostitos. Now, they're made the same old traditional way as hers, with stone ground corn. So today everybody was happy, munching on their Tostitos and, and watching it rain. And they didn't mind the service was a little slower than usual. Rosa said it was busy like this the last time it rained, either two or three years ago. Thin, crisp Tostitos brand tortilla chips. The flavors are legend. Sears has it. A radial tire with two steel belts and all-season tread for as low as $22 per tire. That's four for $88. That's right. The B-155 ADR-13 Guardsman Radial is just $88 for four. Where else but Sears would you expect quality like that at a price like this? So make Sears your tire headquarters and hurry in for fast installation with no appointment necessary, days, nights, and weekends. There's more for your life. We installed confidence. And Sears. Good morning from Chicago's oldie station, Magic 104.
Magic 104, Chicago's oldie station, in the middle of another five in a row. I just can't help believing. Magic 104 with the best variety of oldies. Casinos in 67, then you could tell me goodbye with our morning coffee. From the looks of this extended forecast, we could see temperatures in the 40s over the weekend, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. 26 and sunny today. It is 20 right now at Magic 104. Okay, I might as well tell you, I was a non-framer. Uh-huh. I had this really neat poster I was meaning to frame, and well... Actually, this poster and a drawing of a bird and a Chinese fan. I kept them in the closet, okay? I was a closet non-framer. Then along came this fourth-side free sale at the Great Frame Up. Frame anything now and get the fourth-side free. The fourth-side free? Well, I couldn't help myself. Before I knew it, I'd frame them all at the Great Frame Up. They'll frame it fast with tons of frames and mats. They even helped me frame it myself. I mean, me. So I did it for even less than custom frame. And I did it the same day. And everything looks great. Well, here, see for yourself. Great bird print, huh? This is the free side right here. So come out of the closet with those pictures and go to the Great Frame Up's fourth side free sale. That's right. Now, for a limited time, you can get the fourth side free at any Great Frame Up. Check the yellow pages for the one nearest you. Not valid with any other offer. The Wicks Furniture 24-hour sale is now in its second and final day. At 10 p.m. tonight, when the doors close on this spectacular event, the most exceptional buys in furniture and accessories will be gone, along with no payments or finance charges for 90 days. Will you have shared in the 10 to 50% savings throughout the store? Or will you have let it all slip by while your friends and neighbors enjoyed the special values, the spectacular savings? You have until 10 tonight to make up for lost time. So you you can have the living room, bedroom, dining room, family room, every kind of furniture for every room in your home at 10 to 50% savings with no payments or finance charges for 90 days when you use or open a Wix charge. The Wix Furniture 24-hour sale ends tonight at 10. Don't miss out. At Wix Furniture, now eight convenient locations in Chicagoland. If it's country fresh, it's got to be from Dominic's Produce Department. This week, find large-sized ripe red slicing tomatoes, great for soups, stews, or salads. These beauties are just 39 cents a pound. You'll also find fresh broccoli, perfect for dipping, snacking, or a main meal side dish at just 39 cents a pound. And if it's winter, it can spring be far behind. This week, Dominic's has fresh, green, tender, young asparagus, just $1.79 a pound. Country fresh produce. This week and every week at Dominic's. Good morning. Hey, pretty baby! Magic 104, Mel Carter, hold me, throw me, kiss me. I'm John Charleston, just reading of the paper today where Tammy Faye Baker wants Sally Field to play her in the uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker story. Look at this picture. Wouldn't Pudgy be perfect in this Magic 104? Don't you feel it growing? Oh, you 
You're listening to Chicago's oldie station, Magic 104. Magic 104, Chicago's oldie station, with more songs an hour than anybody else. Magic 104, the Young Rascals Groovin'. I'm John Charleston on Magic 104. Jim Backus is 75 years old today. He was Thurston Howell III on Gilligan's Island. Remember all the trunks and trunks of clothes and money that he took with him? And how long was that cruise aboard the Minnow supposed to be? For Mrs. Paul's fish sticks, here's Mr. Paul. I've been after the missus to call her crispy, crunchy fish sticks, crispy, crunchy filet sticks. Why not? The filet is the best part of the fish, and it's the only part the missus ever uses. <laughs> she won't put her picture on the box, neither. And she's a fine-looking woman. Mrs. Paul's crispy, crunchy fish sticks. Made from fillets and nothing but fillets. If it's not Mrs. Paul's, throw it back. How long do you think Elmwood Ford guarantees their car repairs? Six months? No. A year? Sorry, it's longer than that. Two years? No, not even close. You see, there is no expiration date on the Elmwood Ford repair guarantee. They guarantee repairs for life with a lifetime service guarantee. So if a covered part ever fails or wears out, they'll replace it free. Free parts, free labor. That means you pay once for a repair, never again. For as long as you own your Ford, Lincoln, or Mercury vehicle, and literally thousands of parts and repairs are covered. The next time you need a car repair, ask for a copy of the free lifetime service guarantee from Elmwood Ford. The only thing it's missing is an expiration date. Call or stop by Elmwood Ford today. They fix cars for keeps. Elmwood Ford. Elmwood Ford is located at 1823 North Harlem Avenue in Elmwood Park between North Avenue and Grand. For service, call 889-2440. Here's some special news from American Airlines. American Airlines Winter Wonder Fairs. From $88 to $398 round trip to American cities throughout the continental U.S. Just $88 to $398 on American. And if that doesn't make you want to get up and go, this will. With just a two-day advance purchase requirement, you can start packing now. There are no refunds or exchanges, and other significant restrictions apply. So call us or your travel agent today and make those winter blues disappear before Americans' winter wonder fairs do. are round-trip based on midweek coach travel and may not be available on all flights. You must begin travel by May 20th, 1988. For details, call your travel agent or American Airlines today. How long was the cruise aboard the Minnow supposed to take? I'll give you the answer at 104. Magic 104. Magic 104, Supreme's Word at our love go. I'm John Charleston. Here come the wet tunes. I've got the rhythm of the rain, raindrops, and splish splash coming up next hour on Magic 104. Oldies all the time. Magic 104. Infinity Broadcasting's WJMK. Chicago's oldies station. Magic 104, Chicago's oldie station on your digital radio at 104.3. Save a button for us. If I had a button. 
Magic 104. Tommy Boys and Bobby Hart. I wonder what she's doing tonight. I'm Sean Charleston. This is an obscure bit of trivia for you, but it's interesting, I think. Do you remember the Ron Ed song, Walking in the Rain? It had rain sounds and thunder at the beginning of it. So does this next hit from March 1963. Both songs were recorded at the same recording studio in San Diego, and there was one sound effects album there at the studio, so the same sound effects were used on both. That hit from March 63 is next. Most cars are less than $20. Oil Express is at 45th and Indianapolis Boulevard in Highland and on Kenzie near 103rd in Chicago. How TV Guide changed my life. That's the sound. New York had the Peppermint Lounge. San Diego had the Peppermint Stick. This was the house band of the Peppermint Stick. The Cascades on Magic 104. Chicago's oldie station in the middle of another five in a row. Magic 104 with the best variety of oldies. Splish, splash, I was taking the bell. Magic 104, Bobby Darren and Splish Splash. Today in 1964, the Louisville Lip. Cassius Clay knocked out Sonny Liston in six rounds at the Miami Convention Hall. This was 1964. Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? Magic 104, last kiss, J. Frank Wilson, the Cavaliers. I'm John Charleston, Dion, and the Belmonts split up in 1960. I've got Dion's first solo hit coming up next. It's uh, mostly sunny today. 26 are expected high. There's a chance of some uh, light rain or snow about noon tomorrow with a high about 40, and then we'll be in the 40s over the weekend. It's 22 at Magic 104. I'll be there. Dick Biondi talks with Yoko Ono tonight at 7.30 on Magic 104. You're listening to Chicago's oldie station, Magic 104. Well, there you go. Oldies is heard on radio station WJMK-FM in Chicago, Illinois from February 25th, 1988. And the radio announcer you heard was John Charleston. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. That's another great radio station for its time. Yeah, the, the interesting thing, of course, is 1988... And that's pretty much the way all these 103 sounded here. They're pretty much half pre-Beatles, half, uh, you know, 64 on. Yeah, that and, was pretty common back then. Yeah. 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 And I put, and, I put, normally I don't put the commercials in, but I wanted to put them in to, to give you a sense of time 
and what it was like back in 1980. I, I sure love those airfares because I did some flying back in those yeah. days. Yeah, you and couldn't I, go. I, I don't think I could get to Worcester for 200 bucks now on a plane. I don't I, even know. I know. used. I used to get that station on skip from my grandparents on the Missouri-Illinois border, and they they would blow in almost like a local station. That was 300 miles away. They, I mean, they had a good signal generally, but and I think I heard him when I was up there one time. So. You, you probably, you know, you probably did. Some, so many local ads. I mean, there was not much national, you know, the, we didn't much beer and, you know, all this gum yeah, and all that. Chicago. Yeah, that was yeah. good. And now that was interesting. He had two different dates because I cheated and asked Miss A when Jim Backus was born, and she said February 26, 1913. But the Muhammad Ali fight, I know, was November, February 25th. So I don't know. It was uh, maybe it was from two different days, but right around that end of February in '88. But uh, that, that was interesting. Well, I got it. It was it was actually it was actually in two parts, and I put them both together. And ah. when I where I got it, that that may have been on two separate days. The the thing I had to do was scope the air check and. Uh, and for yeah. those who don't know, scoping means we cut out the music and just put the beginning and the end of the song. You know, although anyone who's been listening to All Things Radio, you know, live would probably know that we've talked about Wait, that over well, and over. What is scoping again? Scoping is uh, <laughs> scoping yeah. is when we take a periscope yeah. and, put it, and we put it so down. Yeah, we do the telescope. No, he, he's just going. He went on vacation about twenty minutes early. It's all. He's oh, all I see. The beginning of the song. And yeah. and, the, and, the and then the we song. cut out the middle and everything yeah. else and put the end of the song in. Wow, that's and that, you guys can do that. Yeah, and that, that was, was and that was right at the that was right at the heart of the height of the Jim and Tammy Baker scandal because I remember that. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other Walter, thing can you? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you want to say, Walter? Let's hear about Omaha, Nebraska. Whatever you'd like to say. <laughs> if he's there yet, he's there. Go ahead, Walter. Uh, Unmute yourself, Walter. Sorry. Zoom might be asking him. We yeah. give you two. We give you two more chances, and we move there on. we go. There oh, we go. There you go. I'm okay. Back. Um, no, I'm not in Omaha yet, but uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, that that was pretty good. It sounded kind of like um, our uh, uh, Pure Oldies 104.5 here. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well in 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 the uh, thing of uh, very little 70s. <laughs> I, yeah, there was there was uh, a few mixed in, but that's right. I mean, they were figuring people about forty or to fifty or so would be listening to the station, so they kind of figured out oh, they know about that. And yeah, there were a few, two or three, but uh, yeah, it was mostly sixties and only a couple fifties actually. Either I mean, it was really mostly sixty through sixty three. You know, that group was uh, very well represented, and then sixty four through sixty nine as well. Well, one well, thing, equivalent in, yeah, to that time yeah, now, one thing that WCBS FM did back in the seventies, yeah. when they first went oldies, a little bit into the format, they would play all oldies, but they play like two current hits an hour, and they called them future gold. And they and but uh, they by, but by the time that WJMK was doing this in nineteen eighty eight, they weren't doing that on the, on their. No, oldies on a three didn't do that. They just played the oldies like that. No, no but when ninety two, about ninety two yeah. or ninety three when you started seeing the seventies creep into oldies. Yeah, yeah. I think so. One other point I want to make about that station. Did you notice it didn't, the disc jockey himself did not have a, he wasn't relating to the audience on a local level. No. He listened to that at all. I mean, yeah, he played the commercials, yes. But. There was no weather. You know, no, no weather, no, no sports, I mean, no you'd nothing. think it was yeah. a national show. There was yes. nothing. 
much about Chicago, nothing no. about any of their listeners. I was kind of disappointed with that, actually, that, that it did that. Yeah. Yeah, that and I'm sure that that was what they wanted him to do with Infinity. I mean, that was the Infinity was the people that owned CBS. I mean, they owned CBS radio right. stations yeah, at that time. But, so, but here I know the oldie station. They would they would talk about hey, the, if it was that night, they would have yes. said the Bruins won last night. Celtics playing Detroit tonight, or you know, they would have mm. thrown in little drop-ins and about the weather and, and all that. That's what they did. And right. he, he referenced Dick Biondi, and at night now Dick Biondi on even on that station would reference local stuff. <clears throat> Nick Biondi did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and he's retired, well, by the way. Um, Let's, go ahead. I, I think that uh, the station, I felt like they were lacking something. Um, you, don't, don't you, like, know, you know, you know what they were lacking, Bernie? No promotion. Every, every There was nothing that was said. Well, yeah, that's that, true. That stood out and said, "Hey, there was no contest really. There was no promotion. Yeah, that right. says, hey, I'm listening to an oldie right. station. Even the jingles were lackluster sounding. We're an exciting. Oh yeah, see, oldies 103 here at the time had you know contests. They had different things going on. They had concerts coming up. You know, in the summer they did all kinds of free concerts down in City Hall Plaza that they would advertise. You know, obviously this is February, so that wasn't happening. But I mean, oldies 103 and that was CBS had a lot more going than than this." Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I think yeah, at I that time, surprised. I think at that time, WFYR Fire 103.5 was still on, and they were oldies up there. I can't remember if they had already changed by then, and I think they were still. And so you had the two competing oldies stations in Chicago there for a while. Well. 103.5, yeah. This is why. And they had a lot more energy. And, of course, things have changed so much now. I mean, every station is so cookie-cutter sounding now. That, that even this station sounds better than what what you hear today. But again, oh yeah, we're, we're talking yeah. to the we're talking to the crowd. And we say this over and over again. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill, because I uh, got to get my nineteenth cup of coffee. We, we we have to get ready for our vacation. We have to figure that's, out what we're going to do for the next I mean, three weeks. I'm going to be an old man when we come back. Yeah. You will. Yeah, you I will. will. I got to over the hill crowd. It's going to be complete when Sean gets there. That's right. Yeah, go ahead, Bernie. I'm sorry. I got I got to study the terminology of the show. I've I learned scoping yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah, scoping. Air check. Yeah. That's another yeah. how about voice? How about voice that? tracking, well, Bernie? We'll work on that for the next three weeks. You can oh, come back. God, I know that. <laughs> voice tracking and air <laughs> He knows that by the back of his hand. In fact, I'll be voice tracking all next week. So there I'll, you go. I know how that goes. Yeah. So you have to go voice track all next week. Hey, yes. I can, just remind you, that, guys, in two weeks, uh, we'll, be, we'll be starting a half hour earlier at 6 p.m. on the east. Said, on the did you break. have to remind Three weeks, me? Uh, 21st. Three right. weeks, July 21st. Yeah. yeah, we're off for two weeks, though. So, right, so next week in the we're week. We're off for two, but we're not, in, in three weeks we'll start. Yeah, right. Right. We're going to make a bet, yeah, a right. friendly bet right now. Oh, how my long God. Can Je- how long, no, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> how long can Jeff and I stay off the computer and look at radio news and sport? I, I can't tear my way away from sports Over news. Over under seven minutes. Well, we can, uh, we, I know in sports we can't do it. We've already got the humongous uh, college football and ba- basketball news already coming out of our ears before we even uh, get into the well into the two weeks. So all there you go. With a big, say, big conference changes coming. All so, I can say is go. hello, California. Oh, yeah, that's right. UCLA and USC. Oh, yeah, they're going yeah. to the Big Ten. They tell I know us. nothing I, about sports. I was, saying, I was saying to the group on the on the phone, that if, if, you, if it came out April 1st, I wouldn't have believed it because it just sounds so crazy. Well, you know, I'd rather be them than Rutgers and Maryland. Who in the heck ever even heard much of Rutgers University in the mid or 
Don Imus did. I think I think this is a good time good. to end. I think this is a good time to end things. That's like a good time to end. Yeah, I think so. All right. Have, <laughs> have a good, good. happy right. Fourth of July, everybody. Have a We're good ready. vacation. We'll be back on the twenty first. All right, and we'll be in touch. And here we go. What is it, Jeff? K A L K. K A L C. Alice in Denver, Colorado. So a little alternative, uh, is that what we're going to end with? Well, it's their morning show. They're, they're like all the other stations, basically, when you listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned, folks. That sounds right. exciting, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. be scoped. Go. It will be. It will be scoping this. I'm sorry, one, I'm sorry I mentioned that word. I'm sorry I mentioned that word. <laughs> 1965 tonight. That's let, right. Coming up soon. On let, let me give you my latest wild rumor. I've been smoking something here, I think. 1033 drops alternative and goes sports. Picks up all the contracts. A good signal. So I've really been smoking Ooh. tonight. Okay. So, okay. On that note. On that note. <laughs> yeah. This week, and for the next few weeks in our featured station segment, let's recognize those radio stations and individuals who have been nominated for the National Radio Hall of Fame. Let's move to Denver, Colorado. This week's radio station is KALC-FM. They're one of operated by Odyssey, and we'll hear our morning sound of this radio station. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station KALC-FM from Denver, Colorado, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. BJ and Jamie on Alice. I'm friends with the monster, the son of my bed. Alice Music Lotto, Big Energy Hey Ben When you gonna stop playing Hey Chick, I could be a fantasy Alice And Jamie on Alice 105.9. This, this is KALC and KALC HD1 Denver Boulder. From the HighestPrice.com studios. The newest way to sell your home with multiple cash offers. HighestPrice.com. Alice 105.9. An Odyssey station. BJ and Jamie on Alice 105.9. Forget you, any mom, any sister, any job, any broke down car, and the things you call are you can all get lost. BJ and Jamie on Alice 105.9. DJ and Jamie on Alice.
always tomorrow. I miss you more than DJ and Jamie. On Alice. You just showed me, Jamie, a video. You got it from TikTok, was it? I did. All right. This lint cleaning out of your dryer vents, uh, duct work, whatever it is, uh, that's unbelievable. I told you. I, I've never... Told you. I, look, my wife has been on to me for a long time to, to book some type of uh, duct work uh, as far as cleaning out the system. And I've just kind of blown it off. It's like, yeah, it can't be that bad, can it? And, and then you show me this video. It's unbelievable. So they go to the back of your house or wherever your lint outlet is, you know, yep. or not outlet, where your exhaust outlet is, and they stick this big wire up there, and they pull it out, and I don't know how they're getting it out, but it's like a roto-rooter thing, and and this lady is just standing by, I mean, her mouth is open on TikTok, and she's like, <gasps> it, because she's standing by a mountain of lint that came out of her house. It's terrifying. It is so scary. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, and again, TikTok, they have all these videos on there. It's unbelievable. Uh, but, but seeing that, I've been in my house for probably... 18 years, and I've never, ever had this done. I can't even imagine what's in there. Oh, my God. You're all blocked up. <laughs> Does your dryer dry fast? Uh, no. No? Oh, no. 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 So no. here's the thing. I never thought of it in my life either, and um, and then I saw that video, and now I'm so paranoid that I used to, you know, set my dryer when I go to sleep and let it dry while I'm sleeping. Yeah, overnight. Since I saw that video, I turn it off. I'm with you. I, I just yeah. cannot even, I can't deal with it, or and I don't leave with it on. Well, yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. And so then BJ looked it up, right, and he's like, well, let me, let me see this. Well, it's $300 to get it removed. Uh, that's according to one of the prices right. on here. I didn't see too many people listing prices, but one one had three hundred dollars to clean out that vent. And I'm and it looks like the easiest job on the planet. I mean, yeah. easy, right? The guy just sticks a wire up there. There's no manual labor except for just sticking that thing yeah. up there, and it's three hundred dollars. So it says you need it twice a year. This is Post Malone. Let it go. Malone is coming to Ball Arena. And we've got your chance to go three times a day. All this week, listen at 7.30, 12.30, and 4.30 for the Post Malone code word. You probably think that you are better now. Text that word to 51059, and you could be at Post Malone's 12-carat tour at Ball Arena this October. See you at the show. Win Post Malone tickets right here on Alice 1059. <laughs> Alice Traffic from the Belco Credit Union Traffic Center. Belco, banking for everyone. BJ and Jamie. On Alice 105.9. Hi, it's BJ and Jamie. Your next chance to win Post Malone coming up. That's right. We have your chance coming up at 7.30. Baby, lay on back and relax. Baby, you're just meant to be. BJ and Jamie on Ellis. Well, there you go. BJ and Jamie doing mornings at radio station KALC-FM in Denver, Colorado. Owned and operated by Odyssey, a radio station that has been nominated for the National Radio Hall of Fame. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.